What is up, all ye sinners? Welcome back to the Bible Belt Atheist Podcast, coming to you live from the capital city of the Bible Belt itself and the home of the evil empire, lovely Lynchburg, Virginia. I hope you're ready for some trouble because I am your troublemaker. So put your God goggles on, grab a Bible, get ready to laugh, get ready to cry, and just enjoy the ride. All right, today, let's talk about priorities. Yes, yes, priorities. We all have them. We all need them. And uh, everyone should be different. Your priorities should not be the same as the person sitting next to you because, quite frankly, we don't all live the same life. But priorities to me, I remember the first time that I realized I had priorities. I realized then that maybe maybe I'm turning into a grown-up. Maybe I'm becoming responsible. So it was not the best day in my history when I realized that I had priorities and I had things that were important to me and obviously things that weren't. Where priorities fall into my beliefs as far as being the Bible Belt atheist that you hear coming out of your speakers right now is the priorities of Christians are vastly different than mine. I feel no desire to get up on a Sunday morning, get dressed up, and go to a building full of hypocrites and two-faced people to hear about an imaginary wizard that lives in the sky. Not a priority for me. Now, if you're a happy, healthy, well-adjusted person, your priorities should probably change on a regular basis. I know mine do. Um, This time last year, I had zero priority in uh, taking care of a dog riding with me all day while I work. And I would not have a priority in trying to promote mine and my girlfriend's Etsy shops. But now those are priorities. And I'll get to that promotion later. So please stay tuned. But priorities for me have never involved uh, hanging out with people that I don't trust or believe uh, to watch them worship something that I don't believe in. So there's that. But Christian priorities are vastly different. And I think there's a part of their priorities where they believe as long as they put their God first and their, their Savior, their Lord Jesus Christ first, that everything else is secondary. Now, if you really truly believe that and you live your life based on the scriptures, that includes putting your family second. That's what Christians claim to do. That's what they state as one of their uh, one of their missions is that they're going to put their God and their Jesus first and everybody else second, including their family. I've never understood that. I don't get that at all, but it explains the actions of said Christians. It explains why they carry themselves the way they do. It explains why they do some some of the things that they do that I consider to be completely silly and a waste of time. Now, the one good thing about these Christians and their priorities means that, you know, I can go shopping at Target at uh, nine o'clock on a Sunday morning. And I generally don't have to worry about being bothered by the asshole handing out religious literature at the door or have to worry about all the little faith-based college students running around talking about how cheap the bottled water is. 
Yeah, I don't have to deal with that on a Sunday morning. So that's a little piece of advice coming from your Bible Belt atheist. If you want to go to those places that are usually overcrowded and full of the um, idiocracy that you try to stay away from, go to those places on Sunday mornings when all of the good Christians with those priorities are usually sitting in a church somewhere listening to bullshit. So there's that. So I hope you take that piece of advice. I hope to run into you on a Sunday morning in Target and we can look at each other, smile and wink and know exactly what the truth is. So um, the other question that I have, the other um, beliefs that I have about all of this is why do you feel that it's so necessary as a Christian to push your priorities onto everyone else? and tell everyone else about your priorities. One thing about Christians is they love to brag and boast about being Christians. That's what they do, right? There's no point in being a Christian if you're just going to keep it to yourself. You don't, you don't win any of the brownie points. You don't get any of the, uh, you don't get any of the fringe benefits of being a Christian if you just keep it to yourself. You have to share it. You have to tell everyone how much of a Christian you are. That's the only way to get the full benefit of the beliefs, the full benefit of the faith, is you have to brag about it. Now, I know a lot of people. I shouldn't say a lot of people. I actually, to be honest with you, I spend most of my time avoiding people, uh, avoiding Christians and people that have different beliefs than I do. Now, I know what you're saying. That's going to that's going to make me be a, a closed minded Bible belt atheist. But, um, I've been hearing the same, um, proclamations about Christianity my entire life. And I don't really think there's anyone out there that's going to come up with anything new and original. So I'm just going to avoid all of them. But yeah, that's, that's their thing. That's their gig. That's the, that's the selling point, right? Once you claim to be a Christian, you get to tell everybody, and you get to reap all the rewards of being a Christian. You, you get the respect and admiration of your fellow Christian neighbors who believe, oh, he's a good Christian man. He's a, they're, they're good Christian people. So therefore, they're better than the people at the other end of the street that we don't see in church on Sundays. So we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. When it comes to business and opportunity, we're, we're going to uh, sit in our, in our kingdom, in our mountain um, palace, and we're going to look our nose down at the people we don't see at church on Sundays, but the people we do see at church on Sundays, we're going to give them all the advantages that we can. Christianity, to me, is very akin to racism. Once someone finds out that you're not a Christian, they're not going to give you the same opportunities and uh, the same considerations that they would a Christian person, if they are a Christian themselves. Now, I work for someone who, um, who constantly, constantly talks about how much of a Christian he is. He constantly talks. Every conversation ends with how much he loves Jesus. And he knows that I don't feel the same way. And so I have a glass ceiling a Christian glass ceiling that I will probably never break through just because he knows that I'm not sitting in a pew on Sunday morning 
listening to people tell lies and talk about bullshit and buying into it and putting money in the plate. He knows I'm not doing that. So my future working for him is limited. Now, there are other people that work around me that love every chance they get to tell him how much they believe in God as well. And these people, the sky's the limit. They can accomplish anything. There's no limitations on the opportunities and considerations that they will be given. And you know what? I've come to terms with that. It used to piss me off. But now uh, I'm proud of the fact that I don't operate in that circle. I'm proud of the fact that I'm not a part of that club because my priorities are different. Their priorities aren't really to be what they consider to be true Christians. Their priority is to convince you and make you believe that they are true Christians. Never been a priority for me. So let's talk about priorities. And everyone's different. So I'm not really going to sit here and go down my list from top to bottom, from most important to least important. But I am going to talk about the differences that I feel are in people's lives and priorities um, that aren't Christian. I've talked about it. I don't think most atheists put going to church very high on their priority list. It's probably pretty low if it even is on the list at all. That's humor. Did you hear that? But um, my priorities are to treat people how I want to be treated. Sometimes I do a good job at it. Sometimes I don't. My priorities also include uh, taking care of the people that I love, uh, the people around me that I care about, always protecting them and looking out for them. And part of that priority includes um, making sure that they know that I don't have that faith, making sure that they know that I don't feel that way about it. For me, I've always believed that Christians were not to be trusted and Christians will lie, cheat, and steal to get what they want and then ask for forgiveness later from their little imaginary best friend in the sky. I don't live that way. I don't have that fallback forgiveness plan that they seem to have set up for everything they do. Um, I have to live with my actions and I have to live with the consequences of those actions. There will be no forgiveness for me from the little man in the sky. So I have to do it right the first time. And that's where uh, my nature of protecting and taking care of the people around me is a high priority because I don't have the faith built in that they're going to be protected by whatever religious cult leader they seem to buy into. So for me, it's important to show people that I love the fact that I am an atheist because I feel like I'm telling them you can trust me because there's no one around to forgive me if I do something wrong to you. And when I'm around people that I know aren't religious or maybe they're agnostic, maybe they're atheist, I don't know. Those are the people that I feel like I can trust and that I can go to when I need help or advice or, you know, some, some leading in the right direction. So those are my priorities. My priorities are not to be a Christian and to take care of the people that I love because I don't believe that there's a God in the sky that's going to take care of them. That's my main priorities. But let's go back to the Christian priority list. 
Um, if you ask any God-fearing Christian person about their their life and their families, they will tell you that their number one priority for their children that they have is to raise them in a God-fearing Christian household, raise them to be Christians themselves. That's where the brainwashing comes in. That's where things get dangerous, and that's how cults seem to flourish and survive because even though these Christians are taking their children and their families into these situations, they think and they believe that they're doing it for their own good. They're doing it to protect their children. They're doing it to protect their families. So they want to lead them on that path because they think that's what's best for them. And then inevitably something happens. Either one of the children rebel or something bad happens in the church, you know, the Catholic Church is famous for abusing children, and uh, it's pretty well documented and well known. So the people of the Catholic faith that feel that it's important to raise their children in that environment, in that faith environment, um, I would say the best way to protect them in the world is to keep them away from the Catholic Church, keep them away from priests, keep them away from Those people that, hey, it's okay, just leave your kids with us for a few hours. We'll take care of them. That kind of shit. I would never leave my child. I only have one child, and he's full grown. Doesn't mean anything for me. But I would never leave my kid. I would not leave my dog with a family of people that all claim to be Christians. That's right. I would not leave my puppy for 10 minutes with someone that is constantly trying to prove to me how much of a Christian they are because I would not trust them. So those priorities that they have to raise their children in a God-fearing household, to me, it's just a, it's just a priority of fucking up your kids. And then there's other people that have the priority, much like the people that I work with that feel that their priority is to work for a Christian boss and work for a Christian organization and work for a Christian company that's going to look out for Christian families and those faith-based beliefs that they all have. And I don't want to work for those people. I don't want to work in those organizations. I would actually avoid working in those places simply because um, it's bullshit. It's all backstabbing and hypocrisy. Because that's what Christians do, especially in the group environment, right? Especially when they can gang up on someone. You know, I've referred back to this several times. Um, my grandparents, my grandfather and my step-grandmother here in Virginia, were very, um, were very religious, very spiritual people. But they never felt the need to really discuss it with anyone. They weren't going to walk up to you as a stranger and start proclaiming their love for their Lord and Savior. And they weren't going to have you over to their house and bring it up in conversation. It just wasn't going to happen. Now, their their fellow church members would show up and want to have their little fellowship rounds. Excuse me, I need a sip of coffee. But yeah, their, um, their fellow church goers would come over to the house and they would hang out and there would be some fellowship. But more or less, they were just hanging out. But um, 
Yeah, they were they were real believers in something. I know they claimed that they believed in God and Jesus Christ, and they were great people. My grandparents were some of the greatest people that I've ever known. But they uh, they didn't they didn't reap the full benefits because they didn't brag about it. You know, my grandfather never went to work and said, "Hey, you should give me a raise because I believe in God." And uh, they never went to a restaurant and said, "Hey, you should give me ten percent off my meal because I'm a member of this church, or I work at this faith-based university." That's why that's why everybody in Lynchburg that works at Liberty University make sure that they wear their Liberty swag everywhere they go because they get discounts all over town. Now me, I'm not a Christian and I don't want to be affiliated in any way with Liberty University. I don't get those discounts in all those restaurants. Does that seem fair? Does that seem like um, somebody's priorities are in the right place? No, because they want to cater to the evil empire. You know, it's such hypocrisy and it's such two-faced backstabbing bullshit that makes me, all of that makes me take so much pride in being an atheist. The harder they push, the harder the Christians push toward, <coughs> excuse me, towards me and against me. And the, the harder that they try to convince me that I'm not living right and they're living right, the harder they do that, the higher my being an atheist is on my priority list. The more they talk about it, the more pride I take in being an atheist. The more that they show me that people who don't deserve opportunities and advancement, that when they get it only because they're a Christian, and then they fuck it up and fall flat on their face. Yeah, that's happening where I work at now. When that happens, it just reaffirms my priority of being an atheist. That's my priority. I almost, I'm almost as devout about being proud of being an atheist as most Christians are about being Christians. But in our society, in the United States, uh, our society is designed to keep atheists hidden, to keep them under wraps. You know, most atheists wouldn't dream of starting every conversation with strangers in a, in a grocery store. They wouldn't dream of starting that conversation talking about their lack of faith. But Christians don't have a problem striking up a conversation with you and immediately going down the faith rabbit hole, immediately start telling you that their Christian beliefs and their Christian values is number one on their priority list. That's their priority, to shout it from the rooftops. So I'm coming to you today with this one, basically telling you, how incredibly proud I am to be an open-minded free thinker and being an atheist. How many atheists have you ever heard say that? How many of them have that you know for sure have kept it to themselves because it would be detrimental in their family or it would be detrimental in their place of work. They just keep it to themselves, but nobody ever seems to, 
bring up the Christians keeping their bullshit to themselves. There's supposed to be something, I think I read about it somewhere, the separation between church and state. So where does that start? When did wearing a mask during COVID all of a sudden become a religious topic? When? When did, um, when did wearing masks in schools, how did people get out of that by using some kind of religious um, belief that they, could, they didn't have to wear a mask because of their religious beliefs? When did that start? Well, I can tell you when it started. It started a long time ago when Christians felt comfortable proclaiming that their top priority in their life was living a faith-based existence and only loving one God and putting their God above everyone else and everything else. Christians have been very comfortable doing that since the beginning of our country. But the opposite view, the atheist view, has always been shunned. It's always been pushed down. It's, it's almost like uh, don't ask, don't tell in the military. Oh, you could be an atheist, but please don't tell anyone. And that's part of why I do this podcast, because I don't think most atheists feel comfortable talking about it. They don't feel comfortable bringing it up in conversations at their workplace or with their families because they know that our country's priorities disagree with theirs for the most part. I still hear politicians at the highest level, presidents, say things like, you're in our thoughts and prayers anytime something bad happens. But you know, it would be uncool for an atheist to speak out and say, hey, um, there's no forgiveness there. Sorry about your luck. It's just shit happens. But the separation of church and state has never been real. It's never been true. If you ask any Christian, they will tell you that the separation of church and state was created to keep the state out of churches. They don't seem to mind shoving churches into the state because they think that's the Christian thing to do. So that's where we get all of the bullshit religious exemptions in state facilities because that's their priority. My priorities don't have anything to do with religion, don't have anything to do with going to a ceremony once a week dressed up to watch other people stand around and lie. That's not my priority. My priority is to be as good a person as I can be. And that is always a work in progress. Every day I have to actually pay attention and make sure that I'm being the best person that I can be on a daily basis. My main priority are my loved ones, the people around me. I don't really you know, put certain things like, uh, my house is not really much of a priority. It's here. It keeps me warm. I like it. It's comfortable, but I have no desire to show it off to anybody. I have no desire to keep up with the Joneses on my street. I have no desire to brag about my house. It's not a priority. My dog has become a priority. 
my girlfriend and I's uh, LLC Etsy business has become a priority. Those things are priorities. Those are things that I'm willing to work for, that I'm willing to do work to make better. That's my priority. To have a little bit better life today than I had yesterday is my priority. And nowhere in any of my priorities is religion or going to church required. And guess what? It's not required for anyone. If you feel like you have to go to church and you have to pray to your Lord and Savior in order to be a good person, then maybe you just weren't a fucking good person to begin with. Think about that. If all of the decisions that you make in your life are because you are a Christian or you feel like you want to be a Christian, then I think your priorities are fucked up. If Christianity is um, the only reason that you don't commit incest or commit murder, then maybe you were just a rotten person to begin with. I've had no desire to kill anyone, and I'm not a Christian. Thou shalt not kill means nothing to me. Being a good person, that means something to me. So that's why I don't kill people. I don't not kill people because of a fucking commandment from an imaginary wizard in the sky. I'm doing just fine on my own not killing people without God. Thank you. So, priorities. What are your priorities? I would love to hear some feedback from all of you out there on your priorities. Things that mean something to you. Things that don't mean anything to you. Some people, football is their number one priority. For some people, alcohol is their number one priority. Everyone has priorities. I'd love to hear about yours. But I don't need to hear the Christian priorities because I've heard it a million times. I get it. They live their life to worship and idolize something that doesn't exist. I get it. Their imaginary wizard friend in the sky is the coolest motherfucker that they know or don't know. I get it. I get it. So I hope all of you out there take a look at your priorities and are pretty happy with what you see. That's important. I think uh, depression and anxiety is a huge issue in our society, and I have my own issues uh, as far as anxieties go. I have a great deal of anxiety when it comes to work, when it comes to, uh, I just, I'm a worrier. I worry about a lot of shit, a lot of shit that I probably shouldn't worry about, but those worries are pretty high on my priority list. So I'm going to work. I'm going to make a conscious effort to make my priority be less about things that I worry about and make them more about things that I want to improve. And I have a feeling that if I strive every day to improve, if I, if I try every day to do better, then eventually my anxieties will, will ease up because, hey, if I'm doing better every day, if I'm making progress every day, then my anxieties should lessen, right? Does that make sense? So that's, that's my priority. My priority is just to do better, think better, be better. 
act better. And um, I think if I can do that, if I can be a good person, if I can treat everyone around me the way I want to be treated, then everything else will probably just take care of itself. All the other priorities that I have will just fall in line, right? It should, right? So that's my only words of wisdom to give to you is um, if you do good, if you be good, if you are good, then good things will happen. And um, your anxieties and any kind of stress or depression that you may be dealing with should lessen. So think about that. Instead of worrying about things and, and worrying about how they're going to play out, maybe we should just concentrate harder on reprioritizing and making the things that we worry about, making those things turn into, I don't know, turning into priorities in which they become projects. They become projects. I worry about the future health and well-being of people that I care about. So my priorities every day shouldn't be sitting around in a ball laying on the floor worried about them. Every day I should take actions to make sure that they're taken care of. Maybe make sure that they're provided for and make sure they have everything they need and, and want to, to make them happy, healthy, and well-adjusted. So if I do that, then the worry should diminish some. I mean, I'm always going to worry. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm always going to be a worrier. It's just, it's in my DNA. There's no getting away from it. I was a worrier when I was a little kid. But if I concentrate on making things around me and things in my life better, then I should have less to worry about. So think about that. Um, yeah, think about that. So that's my priorities. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to accomplish. And I don't need to go to church. Going to church, praying to whatever is not a priority. It's not going to make things better. It's not going to make my loved ones any safer. It's not going to make them any happier or healthier. Sitting in a pew or sitting by my bed at night saying prayers is not going to make my life any better. And it's not going to make my family any safer or healthier. So the things that I do every day to help them should make them safer and healthier. If you really love your kids, why don't you actually do things for them to make their life better rather than just praying for them? That's I've never understood that. I'll pray for you. You know, somebody loses their job and they're they're down on their luck and they don't have a lot of food in their house and the Christians will say, well, I'll pray for you. Well, why don't you bring me a fucking bag of groceries? I don't need your prayers. I need food in my stomach. I'm, I'm, I'm having hard times. I'm down on my luck. I don't need your fucking prayers. I need a good meal. Sorry, a little bit of a rant there. But yeah, that's how I feel about it. The whole religion priority, the whole prayer priority is just bullshit. It's an out. It's an out. It's their way of saying, if I pray for you, then I don't actually have to do anything else. I pray for you. That should be enough. Those people, I believe, their priorities are fucked. Because if someone that I care about or am close to needs something, I'm going to try to help to take care of their needs rather than waste time praying for them at no result or effect. So there, 
Take that prayer, people. All right. All right, I'm done. So let's talk about something that is on my priority list, and that is my Etsy store. I hope you've checked it out. If you're going to check it out, please do. Um, my Etsy store is called Atheist by Design, and it's pretty cool. It's got some neat little novelty stuff on there. My girlfriend is is doing the hard work. I'm the promotions idea and money guy, but she's actually the one that makes it happen. So thank you for that. And um, so this month, the month of Easter here, um, we have a discount code. If you wanted to go on and buy some from, from the Atheist Design Store, you can use the uh, discount code. It is Evil Empire 365. Evil Empire 365. Please uh, check it out. If you like it, if you want to buy something great, or if you want to tell a friend or a family member to check it out, that would be cool too. Um, I think I'm going to do a contest. I think what I'm going to do is um, the first email that I get from a listener that includes their name and address, I'm going to mail you a free mug, okay? I'm going to mail you the Atheist by Design mug, which is, it's got the Atheist by Design logo on one side, and it actually has the dictionary definition of the word atheist on the other side. And I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty neat. So that's for you. So the first person to send me an email with their name and address, I'm going to send you a mug as a thank you for checking me out, for listening. Thank you. So without going any deeper into my rant, I'm going to wrap this thing up. And hey, please, please go to whatever platform that you listen to this podcast Please do a rate and a review. I would love to see that. I would love to hear it. And it helps spread the word. You know, the Christians have plenty of vehicles to use to get their message out. But we have very few as atheists. So please spread the word. I'd like to get it out there. Um, thank you for listening. If this is your first time, I do greatly appreciate it. And if you are a repeat listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for going on this journey with me. I greatly appreciate it. Now, last but not least, how do you get in touch with me? How do you email me for that free cup? Please email me at thebiblebeltatheistpodcast at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation. Just thebiblebeltatheist at gmail.com. Excuse me, thebiblebeltatheistpodcast at gmail.com. Got to add the word podcast in there because this is an email for the podcast. Thebiblebeltatheistpodcast at gmail.com. So send me that name and address, and I'll get that mug to you in the mail within the next couple of days. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's it's spring here, and I got a little something in my throat. So uh, thank you again for listening. Please send me that email. Please check out the Etsy store, at least for a laugh, even if you don't buy anything. There's some pretty funny shit on there. So please check it out. Thank you for listening. Now get out there and get to sinning.